0: It is Monday, October 12th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Jet Home Loans. And now, full-time radio host, part-time place kicker, J.P. Shadrick. No,
1: negative. That's, that is that is not true. Welcome in. <laughs> Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on this Monday. J.P. Shadrick. Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, coming up. Here's what's on the program today and a, a full review of the Jaguars-Texans game yesterday at NRG Stadium. 30-14 the final. The Texans get their first win of the year. The offense struggled yesterday. Yes, they did. Uh, they were 2-4 uh, of four in red zone, and then that doesn't count another one where they reached the 21-yard line and didn't come away with points. The defense... Played pretty well through three quarters and seemed to run out of gas in the fourth. We'll get to social questions in the second hour, and we'll go around the National Football League. Uh, Pete, Tony, for the Elias Sports Bureau, the Jaguars are the first team in NFL history to lose three consecutive games to winless teams, excluding the season opener. Happy Monday. How we doing?
2: Yeah, JP, I'm not sure that's really how I want to start the show. Um Pete. Well, reality I,
3: hurts.
2: Well, I think it was – Will you fix your ear pods, I mean, they really bother <laughs> me when they stick out. Like, you look, it's like the most annoying you want me to thing me, you,
3: you want me to do. You want me to do like you and duck my head like you yeah. do all the
4: time? Yeah, at least he's Why not I on was. his
1: phone like somebody on this show sometimes. Yeah, it's it's so, so
3: annoying. You are wow. so annoying as an
2: individual sometimes. Um. Yeah, not a great stat. I think, you know, the last – you know, we've had back-to-back years with bad stats. I think last year was like five games in a row, like the worst, you yeah. know. Uh, margin to defeat or something crazy like that. This year, it's you know three straight teams getting their first win, not including the opening weekend. And so, those are stats that you don't want. I mean, as a franchise, and it's back-to-back years. And it was a bad game. It was you know, I and mean, it's not like the Houston Texans are a good football team. I mean, Pete and I said it all week, and it was confirmed. Me watching tape, and it was confirmed watching them on the field. that That's not like that's a great football team you lost to by 16, and. And we'll talk about all of it today, but, you know, kind of the, you know, the feeling that in the conversation, I should say more around fans and talk radio and all of us is like, well, if they've done this and they, well, if they've done that, if they could have got this break. And and I said it this morning, at some point that you got to stop that talk because that's really how losing teams talk, you know, winning teams, you know, teams that win week in a week out or fighting for the playoffs every year. It's not that the mantra isn't, well, if we would have just got done this or made this field goal or didn't make this mistake, we would have won the game. At some point, you just got to win the game, Pete. I mean, you got to stop talking about
3: all the things you need to do and just do it. Here's my advice to all Jaguar fans out there. Learn this cheer. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, (laughs) Jets. I mean, seriously, you got to become a Jets fan. You got to hope they win one or two. <laughs> become a Jets fan. It's the easiest way and solves all your problems. Jets win a game or two and you don't win them yet. You get Trevor Lawrence. Simple. Uh, are we
2: really going to start the show there, Pete? I mean, yeah, two, it's, we'll it's week I don't, six. I mean, I
3: don't,
2: yeah, come it's on. It's six. not even week six yet. We're just finished week <laughs> five. We're in the beginning just, stages. I, I want to see
3: six. all the tweets coming in today at Vaselli. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 <laughs> did you watch many, Trevor Lawrence Saturday night?
2: I oh did. Oh, he, uh, he's tough. He is so good. He, he is so good. He's
3: Gosh, tough. he's good. Um, I don't I want to talk to about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, if I took Trevor Lawrence and put him in this offense right now as is, they'd be explosive as hell. As is. I still think they need a pass catching tight end who can block or whatever to go with it. But the rest of those guys are good players. The offensive line is playing pretty good. Uh, the running back is really good and sure. They'd have to get involved in shootouts because of what's on the other side of the ball, but come on, it, it solves all your problems. Well, I don't know if it solves all the problems because you got,
2: we'll talk about defense later. Here I was going to say, um, yeah, there's a lot, yeah, few I other ex- problems ex- some, too. I, 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 there's some problems on that side of the ball. And I don't want to go down the Trevor Lawrence thing. Number one, there's a bunch of teams with no wins right now. I mean, how many, I mean, it's, it, and I maybe it's like this every year, but you have a bunch of bad teams. I mean, the Jets are bad, the Giants, the Giants are, better, are bad, the Cowboys, but they're bad. The Falcons are terrible. Um, what other – is there one more winless team, yeah, I think, Jets, out there? Jets, Giants,
1: Falcons are the three winless teams.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then you got a bunch of teams with one wins. One yeah, win, yeah. I should say. Cincinnati,
1: uh, Houston, Jacksonville, Denver, the Chargers, yeah. Washington – Detroit, Minnesota, and those are the one win
3: team. But the difference between between those teams that have won a game yes, is they all drafted a quarterback high in the first round. And Matt Ryan's getting up in years, but he was a high first round pick. So was Jones. So was Darnold. So, Darnold and Jones, are they done? Do you give up on them? Are they finished? Would you give up on those
2: guys, Pete? For that guy? (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) I would too.
2: I think I would, too. I'm a, and I'm a Darnold. I mean, that's he's an SC guy. I, I mean, I, I still
3: think Darnold's going to be good, personally. Good. I still think Jones can be good. I don't think it, – it's almost unfair to evaluate those guys with what they have around them. The teams are so bad. Yeah, it is tough. But let's go back to the Jaguars.
2: Yeah, let's get back about. to the, the
3: – Okay, league. well, back to the Jaguars. Look, I thought the defense competed a little bit. I, I thought offensively I didn't like some of the play calls, I'll be honest with you. Um, I thought the offensive line did some good things. He had time to sit in there, um, and the receivers are going to be good players. Uh, I, I there were a little problem in the kicker. Come on, you know, Matty, are you kidding me? You what was it? 29? What was the one that he yanked to the 24 left? Twenty-four yards. <laughs> 20, 20, 24
2: yarder, and then he couldn't quite get to the goal. goalposts on a reach. forty-nine yarder.
3: Yeah, reach.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was a bad day for Mister Hauschka.
1: But, th- guys, this has been this has been a really good red zone team this year. When they finally get to the red zone, they've been able to cash in a good amount. And two, of the, they were two or four in the red zone yesterday. And then they, the other one, they really? got to the 21-yard yeah, really line. By. Yeah, because yeah, really that's by. the fringe I red zone. Yep. So they, they um, missed on three opportunities in the red zone or right around the red zone yesterday, which is not I like this team. The,
3: I hated the Chenault call. Hated it. Just absolutely hated it. Well, I think they had a missed assignment on the Chenault call because –
2: they do the swing pass to him, and you have Keelan Cole blocking down like on the defensive end. Him and Cam are doubling the defensive end. So either Cam was supposed to pull out and lead the way, or Keelan Cole went the wrong way. I mean, there was a blown assignment there. It was not even. Close. Oh, you're talking
3: about on this swing pass to the left. Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm talking about the the one where he uh, took the handoff. off. No, that, wasn't
2: that was that not was Chenault. Robinson. That was Robinson.
1: It probably well, yeah. should have been Chenault. You can argue that. Even
3: that was a, yeah, not Chenault. But the, you know, I know the swing you're talking about because there was about eight Texans waiting. For him. They, they had like
2: a misassignment. Something was messed up there. It was not designed right. And if it was, if that's how it was designed, it's the worst design play I've ever seen because you have guys, you know, going the wrong way. Um, they weren't good in the red zone. I don't think they were good offensively. I didn't like the overall game plan. I thought they got away from the pass game too too soon. I mean, here's my frustration. The last two you weeks mean you played
3: away from the run game.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, run game. Here's my uh, frustration. The last two weeks, you played the 31st ranked uh, rush defense in the league and the 32nd rush defense in the league, and you had early success, and then just, I mean, that's a game, in my opinion. I said it in the pregame. I give. I handed off 40 times. Number one, you have a defense that's you know beat up and struggling when they're healthy. Shorten the game. Run the ball. You have a good offensive lineman. They stink stopping the run. You have a good young back. I think your quarterback struggle a little bit right now. I don't, you know, you know. If you look at the flat, the straight numbers, you say, "Well, is putting up good numbers. He's put over 300 yards again." The reality to me is, is he doesn't look comfortable in the pocket. Um, And and unless the guy is like really wide open, it's not like he drives it into tight spaces and is throwing guys open in this league. Guys aren't going to be wide open all the time. You got to put it in small spots and, and really um, help them get open and put them where they can, you know, contest for 50, 50 balls and everything else. I just, I I don't think he's playing great football right now. And I don't either. and And I think the offense is, you know, because of it sputters and I don't understand why Jay Gruden's getting away from the run game so far. And I'm a big fan of Jay Gruden. I think he's a good offensive coordinator and it's almost like he senses that he has a, on de- the other side, the defense is struggling. And so that anytime he
3: gets behind, it feels like we get to the pass too yeah. soon, but yesterday was not the time to do it. Yeah, it felt what, like- Robin- what were Robinson's first two carries of the game? Cause I think they won- one went one, one for nine or something. No, no, 11, 11
1: on yards, first down and
3: I- 11. And then I- here's the thing. First play of the game,
2: he went 11 yards. Next three plays pass, pass, pass off the field.
1: Yeah, he went and he went for four yards and four yards on the next drive on first and second down so yeah
3: Yeah, he he should be he should have been carrying the ball more early in the game then he went for 14 yards
1: so he went the next the next drive he carried it three straight times for and even on the
3: even on one in the second quarter where he looked like he had nothing and he kind of popped and ducked down low and got about six or seven yards on the sideline remember that run what do you have he had to have almost all those yards at the half 43 in the first half five in the second second yeah there it is there's the graphic i'm sorry that's just terrible can't get away from it in a close game like
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, so, now, now remember Doug Marone after the game and again today said, hey, you know, with all these defensive injuries that we had, there was a feeling they had to push the ball down the field and try to score some points, uh, a little more points on offense than they had before, considering all those. I don't buy it.
2: That's do what he said. By the way, when you're playing the, I'm just telling you, I, 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 I would tell Doug if you're sitting there, I disagree because if you're going to play the worst defense. The worst. Not the second worst. Not the third worst. And, the worst defense. And their middle
1: linebacker was out yesterday too. And
2: yes, and one of their better players is gone. I mean, this is a bad rush defense. The Vikings gashed them with a little offensive line. And you got this big offensive line physically. Yeah. Like, you got to run the ball because you shorten the game. Keep your defense on the sidelines. Keep Deshaun Watson, who by the way is not playing very good football either in my opinion. No. Keep him on the sideline and shorten the game and run the ball because Here's the other thing that like I would ask Doug and everyone else. You know how many points do you what was the high point total of the uh, of the Texans going into that game? it
1: wasn't it wasn't many. It wasn't 30. I'll say that. It was it was, it, it
2: was twenty-three. Right. Right. High point total, twenty three. This is
3: not a good offense.
2: This is no, not been an and, offense. Right. To-
3: and, and you, you watched a game last night, right? Yes. Vikings did when they went there because their defense stinks they controlled the ball they ran the ball they gashed them they did it the week before against the Texans you got a you, you got an ability to control the clock when you have a bad defense you have to do it you know now, now that's a great plan if you go there and you get follow up after a quarter and a half then you got to amend it but there were opportunities to run the ball yesterday I you know me I'm a pass first guy I would have run that kid way more yesterday. All right. How so, many carries did he have in the first half, uh,
1: JP? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. No, no. Um, yes. No, he had eight. Eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Eight. eight of eight of his thirteen.
3: Eight carries in the first half. That's not enough. But well, but even so, Tony five in the second half. They weren't. The game didn't get away from them. Or, or, or I mean, they were no. in it. It was. It was ten seven at halftime.
1: Now remember, too, guys, that. The, the Texans had like a 17-play drive in the first half at one point, like seven and a half minutes also. so I that, don't care. I'm just saying. They
2: had, JP, the time, the time of possession, the Jaguars had the advantage of the time of possession at halftime. Mm-hmm. They had more time on the field than the Correct.
1: Texans. Correct.
2: And Correct. so you have to run the ball. This is a bad defense you're playing. And you have a defense that's beat up and is not playing well. And by the way, you're playing an offense in the Texans that has not scored points. It's like the perfect recipe. I was literally expecting this to be a handoff fest, Like How many how many carries should he have had? I said I said before the game, minimum 25. This is a right. rookie who has not had a heavy load of carries coming right. into the game. Like I would have been fine giving him 35. Like you just load them up and like we're riding you. And then if if you get tired, we'll put in the backup. Whoever I don't even know who the backup is because they don't play. Chris Thompson's your third down back. Who's the backup running back? I don't even know who it is. I covered the team. I couldn't even tell you who would be like the, the next like
1: maybe Ogugbuwale, possibly. Ogubuale, maybe I don't know. Yeah.
2: But this is where you find out. This is the game. They gave yeah. up one. They give up coming in this game 181.8 yards a game. Yeah,
3: that was it. Was a it was a bad
1: uh, yeah. decision. So, the fir- right, no doubt. In the first two drives, Robinson had five carries, right? And then on that drive after they kicked the field goal, and went up 3-0. Houston did after that 17-play drive. It was early second quarter. He got a carry on uh, first and 10 after a completion of Chenault. He got a carry for no gain. Then they passed the rest of that drive on 12-play touchdown drive to take the lead. 7-3 at that point. So a lot of the carries uh, I mean- came early, first quarter, and then they, they kind of got away from it.
2: I mean, and I'm sure Jay Gruden. Will, I mean, his argument to me was like, well, we threw the ball 11 straight times and scored a touchdown, so we need to throw. I just don't think you can do that consistently. I mean, I don't think that the teams. I, I mean, what did I, wait?
3: Didn't, didn't the Texans come out in the second half and get a field goal? Right. Yes. Okay, Correct. so what what was the drive? The drive after that. What
1: drive after drive? that. Robinson right in for minus four yards. Minshew sacked for minus five. Minshew short right to Chris Thompson for fifteen yards, and it's fourth and four, and they punted.
2: Okay, and look, I actually get like you lose. I mean, O'Shaughnessy missed the block. Right. So they run. They're, they're running counter.
3: You
2: know. Uh, and he comes to the line. He doesn't. He Nor- Norwell uh, pins JJ Watt. Like he's got, as soon he's got to be right off the rear end of Norwell because he picks up Zach Randolph and there's no one there. And here we go. We're, I mean, and he just blew it. That's okay. Guys miss blocks. I miss blocks. Everyone misses blocks. And so I actually am okay with um, Jay throwing it on um, second and 14. I mean, now you're like, and he gets sacked. So that's fine. It was a bad drive. But even after that, you're still in the game. It was, at that point, it ends up being, they didn't, it was, uh, did it go to 20 to seven at that point? JP.
1: It was yeah, thirteen seven at that point. Then yeah, it got to 20-7 twenty to seven after that. Yes. Then
2: okay. you're at,
3: then you're almost out of it though. No, okay. you're not, Pete. It was well, the start 20-7. of the fourth quarter. Did they score, when did they score to make it twenty to seven?
2: It
1: was early fourth quarter, fourteen twenty four left.
3: Fourteen twenty
2: four. You have plenty of time. If you run the ball down the field and go score, take four or five minutes. And they it's did ten minutes left and it's 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 ten minutes left well, and, like a, they, and they did to and your they point. Did.
1: They they got it to within twenty to fourteen a ten play drive and it was ten eighteen did to,
3: to play. Be, how, how. Yeah, yeah, they did exactly what know. you just said.
2: My right. point is, Pete, you got to run. The, how many total rushes in the game did they have? I don't think they're you. You're playing the worst rush defense in the league. You got to run the ball.
1: All right, let's come I, back. I tend to agree with you. We've got plenty ahead, obviously, with uh, this on the offensive side. We've got to touch and, on and the defense the way, as well. Yes, J-P, Tony. Yes.
2: P, uh, listen, I think and I've, I've been a big advocate of Jay Gruden. Like, I think he's a good coordinator. I mean, I think he has a proven track record with like did Cincinnati. I was happy. Uh, I, I like him. I just, the last two weeks, when you're playing bad rush defenses, you know, I get late in the fourth quarter in Cincinnati. You had to, like, abandon it, and you had to throw it. I get that. But up until then, I just... I don't think we're running the ball enough and giving enough touches to James Robinson. All right, we're going to Headlines.
3: Cir- rips
1: it. Rips him. Rips him. <laughs> and we're going to circle back around to that in just a little bit. We're back in a moment, though. <laughs> Defensive talk. It's Jaguars happy hour. We're off and running on the
0: Jaguars digital network. change. Change without notice. Equal housing opportunity.
5: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same cheers 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas titosvodka.com
3: at Tropical Smoothie Cafe one taste and you're hitting refresh now palm trees swaying now letting loose now busting a move now cranking up the beats now hands in the air now feeling free now
6: you're on Tropic Time now
3: and right now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe, try our watermelon mojito and guava margarita smoothies. And you're tasting fruity now, sipping sunshine now, toasting summer
7: now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Slot right, 42, hot, hot. A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F-150, official truck of the NFL. Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales.
8: At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Dailies, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more.
4: Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Dailies. Committed to the team, committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission, we're nonprofit. So we pass the savings along to our members because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve.
1: Momentum can always take you uh, you know, pretty far and things like that, but I think as a defense, we need to understand to gain that momentum, we have to make the plays. And um, that's one of the things, you know, me and the other captains on the team are trying to stress is that we gotta go out there and make those plays because momentum just just doesn't happen. We can't go out there and you know, hope for a bad call or hope for them to penalize themselves. So, I mean we can gain the momentum. I definitely believe that. I feel like if we eliminate the explosives, we'll be a whole better defense. That's Avery Jones in the postgame yesterday in Houston. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour on this Monday. The aftermath of a 30-14 to 14 loss for the Jaguars to the Houston Texans. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. The Jaguars, we'll get to the defense coming up. We'll circle back around to the offense. So uh, well, we'll hear from Doug Marone coming up on What happened on 4th and 1 as well uh, a little bit later in the show. Um, But the uh, Jaguars made a roster move just moments ago, gentlemen, involving the kicking position. Steven Hauschka has been released. Carl Davis, defensive lineman, released as well. The Jags have promoted kicker John Brown from the practice squad and Caron Reed, defensive lineman. Both of those guys are on the active roster. Uh, John Brown was with the Bengals and the 49ers. He was undrafted as a kicker in 2016. He was a soccer player at Kentucky, and then he transferred to Louisville and switched to football during his junior year. So he will now be the fifth kicker if he has kicking stats in this game Sunday. The fifth kicker in six weeks for the Jaguars, which will be a new uh, franchise record for kickers used in a season for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags had four kickers back in 2002, the year after Mike Hollis. Beat.
3: you know, it might it might five and five. What is it? Five and six weeks might be. A record it, in the NFL.
1: I mean, I was—I'm <laughs> trying to figure out what the season record would be, and I can't—you know it's a deep dig. So, it's got to be close, right? I mean, as soon as six week six week in
3: 2002,
1: they had four. It was the year after Hollis, so Hollis had left yeah. in free agency, and then they—I don't know if there was injuries or what. I wasn't around then, but 2002, they had four uh, field goal kickers that season that had stats.
3: Can you so. name them, DeSelle?
1: Tony, you're is, muted for some reason. Is
3: he going to turn his mic on today? Yeah,
1: I mean, t- today. We got two hours, Tony.
3: I, mean, I said back. no. I,
1: I, this my was the best was three Did minutes of the show yet,
3: actually. <laughs> I mean, let, let's put that thing on <laughs> mute all the time. It's <laughs> right. great.
1: So that, it's been a while since the, the Jags have had this many kickers. Actually, this will be a oh. new new high. So
3: anyway. Uh, kicker, we'll, talk got me, we'll we'll do, kicker talk, Convy. Now, right. now, now your sound is even that high.
1: Well, what do you uh, mean my
3: sound isn't that high? I can hear you perfectly. You can't hear me? Isn't he a little faint?
1: No, we got him clear. It's probably because you have oh. one earbud in there, no, bud. No, I have two. Okay.
3: Hey, by uh, the way, by the no way, no, you I, don't. You have one. <laughs> I'm doing it on the
2: computer. What right is now. going on hey, by here? By the way, hey, Pete, why is like. What am I dealing like, with? Like camera, all we can see is your like nose, mouth, and shirt. Like because it's like on
3: my so, laptop. P- you're
2: Pete, so, you're, you're so
3: you're, close to the video.
2: Like, you're like really
1: distracted. Like, we can't can, even like, see above your eyes, Pete. Like, move your camera you back. See? Put your earbuds what you want, in.
3: What do you want to see? This?
1: What is that? No, Arizona I don't want to see that.
3: It's Arizona State. It's ridiculous. The
1: They're not even ever. playing football right now. Why don't we want to see that?
3: They will, be, they will be playing football, and you know what? This is the year they're going to the national championship. Oh, they're going to the Natty. Okay. They're going to great. run through the Pack 12 and get in.
2: They're not right. going to beat USC. Tony,
3: USC is a joke now. I feel bad for you. All
1: right, can we – the Pac-12 is awful. Can we get back to the Jaguars, (laughs) please? Okay, just for the record. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Thank you. All right, we'll get to kickers coming up. I just wanted to – that was the breaking news a moment ago, the Jaguars announced that. All right, let's We'll also get back to the offense a little bit later because that's a long conversation. Joe
3: Joe said you were going to be the kicker, JP. Could you reach from 40? Could you – wait, would you have made a field goal from 24 yards? Yes
1: or no? Oh, no. No, no, no. I, no, no. I, I don't think I, I could either. No, I, kicking has never been my deal, man. No way.
3: Tony, could
2: you? Yeah, I'd make it. I, I, if I had one of those uh, what, uh, Dempsey flat-footed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <club> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Like a club no, foot? If they said, here, here Tony, it's you got to go, yeah. ki- go kick it soccer style. Could you make it? No. Hey, no, I'd hit the no. long snapper in the rear end.
2: He, he wouldn't yeah, even right. make
1: he it he to said, the holder. He would just he would yeah. fall down.
3: But an NFL kicker missing one from 24 yards is is just embarrassing. I actually thought
2: thought the the fact that the 49-yarder came up short was worse. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. (laughs)
1: They were back-to-back, too. That made it even worse than them just by themselves. All right, let's touch on defense here because going into the game yesterday – a bunch of starters out. I mean, Josh Allen didn't make the trip. CJ Henderson was out with a shoulder. Miles Jack was inactive. So it's like, uh oh, here we go. Dakota Allen's getting the start at linebacker. You got Sidney Jones out there at corner, who has bounced around a little bit in the league. And then Caleb on is making his first career start at defensive end. And then Josh Jones gets uh, run out of the game with an ejection. But you well, know what? Hey, P- JP, don't
0: forget
2: about the, I mean, I, I don't understand why no one's at, talking with this person. No nickel quarterback either. DJ Hayden. is Hayden a starting, was out. He's a starter.
1: He was out as well. So that's five if you want to he count had, those he guys. He played
2: well,
3: though.
1: Either way, it doesn't he's, matter. A he's
2: still your starter.
1: Veteran yeah. corner, not available. So they going into the game, it's like, uh oh, this could be real trouble. But for the first three quarters, guys, they held their own and, and played well, had a couple takeaways. And I, th- I thought they played pretty well early.
3: Well, Tony's right, though. That Texans offense isn't very good. They're terrible. <laughs> it's not, d- d- David Johnson looks like it takes him a week and a day to get to the hole. And when there's a hole, it takes him a week and a day to get through it. He's, he's slow. Uh, Watson's not playing well. Those were bad decisions he made. Bad decisions, I thought. Uh, the, the receivers have speed. They're not bad. But they're not. They're, don't have a number they're one. little. They have little receivers. And they don't have a number one. They got a bunch of number twos and threes. And and so it's not a good offense. What do you think of the offensive line they have, Tony? Because Tunsil makes a lot of money to play left tackle. He's okay.
2: I mean, he, listen, he's in the upper echelon. But, I mean, I don't know if I'd pay him $22 million for
3: a year for three years. Okay, is um, he that much better than Cam Robinson right now, Yesterday? No, no? No, no. No. I actually think Cam's better in
2: the run. Tunsell a little bit better in the pass. But that's not a good
3: offense. And, and so, yeah, there weren't play. And, and granted, Jacksonville's had a bad defense, and they were down. And
2: we still didn't get pressure. consistent pressure on them. None. It was better. I mean, we blitzed better. We got home with the blitz. Yeah, a they, bit flushed blitz. they flushed him some. They flushed him a little of the, bit. Yeah, but part of that, JP, is – and, Pete, I would love your perspective. I don't think Watson's very good in the pocket this year. He's all over the
3: place. I don't think he is either. I've watched all his games and gone back and watched him. I think he's struggling. And when you look up at the end of the day, what were his numbers? His numbers were, were, were bad. They are pretty good.
1: Yeah, Watson. Jacob, were three,
3: what did he finish with?
2: Watson, three touchdowns
3: tw- with two interceptions.
1: Watson what was, was his- 25 of 35 passing for 359, three touchdowns, two picks. <laughs> rating.
3: I know the picks were bad, but I mean, that's on the paper. That's not a let's put it this way it it, like Minshew's games at times, Tony. It wasn't as good as the stats. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I mean, he made
2: some now in fairness to Watson, he made some really pretty deep throws.
3: Now, he missed the wide open, David Johnson, but he made some pretty deep throws to uh
2: to to Cook.
3: Yeah, the one on the sideline when. When he ran from the slot on Claybrook, yeah. that was a great throw. That was right. a great yeah. throw.
2: Hey, how about
1: he some of these? Work. How about some of these guys that stepped in yesterday to start on defense? Sydney huh?
2: Jones was great, by the yeah. way. Sidney Jones, I thought was he got the interception, a couple of pass breakups. I thought he was good. He's got to be on the was, field. He's got to be on the field no matter
3: what. Yeah, yeah, sounds like he guy he might be.
2: impressed with another guy. I was impressed with. I thought DJ Hayden. I mean, not DJ Hayden. I thought Trey Herndon. Um, like Pring's not the fastest guy. We know that, but he's a tough, savvy defender. And I thought he was physical in the run. He came up and made some tackles against David Johnson at the line of scrimmage from the nickel position. Really impressed with him. Um it was good to see Daniel Thomas out there. He was throwing the action. I thought he was okay. Um,
3: Dakota, Dakota Allen made t- a
2: couple plays. Dakota Allen made a couple plays. He was much better than he was the week before after a week of preparation and getting a lot of reps. Chase on still is not making much of an impact um he had a chance uh one shot at on the uh, stunt on the stunt on the stunt that he just uh missed him but he's still learning and you know which is normal for young rookie defensive ends especially since he was not I mean it's, it's a newer position for him I contend that JP you watch more SEC football than any of us but I don't remember Chase on putting his hand on the ground a lot playing defensive end on first and second down for LSU.
1: That's right. I mean, we say that every week, but uh, that's what he's doing now. It's, it's, it's true.
3: Yeah, but it's hard. It's not an easy transition yep. for a young I
2: player. I
1: know. I didn't say no. it was, but yes.
3: David Bryan made a play in the backfield. He
1: did a tackle for a loss. David made a play. Yeah. DeJuan, <laughs>
2: DeJuan. I mean, Felly, why are you laughing?
3: He
1: did. Why are you
2: laughing You're the two laughing. laughing. You're the ones laughing. Three. I'm
3: laughing three. T- t- smiling. No. JP's, JP was chuckling, and you laughed. You smiled. You had a big grin on your face. It was Why, good. I just I made a comment. It was good I'm for happy him. happy to be here.
1: It was good for him. It was good for uh, Taven to get that play in the backfield. Three tackles, one for a loss. Also, Dwan Smoot had a day, and Doug Marone said it's probably the best day he's had uh, in a, at least a couple years on this team. Um, yesterday, he had two tackles, that had a sack, uh, three quarterback hits. Which was a good uh, good day at the office for Smoot
3: yesterday. He's a good rotational tryhard guy. That's what he is. Okay, but so I agree with that, and I thought you
2: did have a good day. But guess what? That's what I think Taven Bryan is too. A good rotational tryhard guy. Right. I th- I think they got a lot of those guys right now.
3: Correct. I would agree there. How did Hamilton play in the? Because I, I couldn't really focus in on him. Doesn't do much, does he?
2: I mean, he's pretty good. I mean, he's a big body. He's getting better, but he does a pretty good job against the run. He's not going to give you much pass rush. I mean, he's a nose guard. He's a first and second down nose guard. That- he's going to be a pretty – I think he's going to be a pretty good down player, though, in the run I game. I do, too. As a, yeah, as a first and second down nose guy. But he's not a dynamic pass rusher. I don't think he ever no.
9: will be. No. All
1: right, guys, let's come back. We will uh, get back into the offensive talk again. Yes, we will. You sure you
2: want me to come back?
1: We've got an hour and a half, so uh, we could probably fill all of that with the offensive talk with Tony in this one. Uh, We'll also get to the special teams talk again. The Jaguars made a kicking change today. Again, a second hour coming up in a little bit. We'll have your social questions, and we'll go around the NFL. Plenty ahead. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: change without notice equal housing opportunity
7: floridians know what it means to stand together that's why florida blue is committed to the people of florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality enroll within 60 days of life-changing events such as losing your job to get benefits like plans as low as zero dollars a month and up to 500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridabluecom care today florida blue is a trade name of blue cross and blue shield of florida incorporated health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions
10: at ViStar we believe in better and that means treating people better with friendly personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952 a smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch an online or phone chat for those quick questions and a call center that's open every day if you believe that great service is better join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
0: Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace
4: Ensuring those who serve.
5: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat, even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'svodka.com.
9: We want to be able to push the ball down the field. We wanted to Um, you know, we thought we'd be able to, you know, do a better job, um, you know, converting a lot of those things. I mean, to go in there and, you know, we felt like we were going to have to score and we did not And I think the game plan that we were trying to put together was, you know, to be aggressive and push the ball down the field and, you know, score points. You know, we felt coming in with, you know, a lot of the, you know, the defensive players out. you know, we thought we wanted to get a game plan where, you know, we could score. And, I mean, that's that's as simple as it is. I think, you know, that's, that's what we were planning, and we didn't execute it.
1: Head coach Doug Marone in Houston yesterday after the loss to the Texans, 30-14. to Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco. Your social questions coming up in the second hour of the show. So, the offense, there, there was the answer right there that we had talked about earlier. That was the plan was to push it down. Gardner threw the ball 49 times in the game yesterday. It's too That's many. Way too it's many. many
3: right?
1: 49.
3: What's his, what is he – how many uh, attempts does he have this season right now?
1: He has the uh, fourth most attempts in the league, 196, and he's second in completions, 137 this year in the league.
9: Started too much.
2: And what's the stat, J.P., I saw that, like, in the last five times or four times or however many times, or maybe the, throughout the, his entire career, that he throws for 300 yards,
3: that they lose? But, own that's that, that. but that stat gets thrown around all the time in the NFL. Usually if you throw for over 300, not not anymore, but usually, it used to be if you threw for over 300 yards, you were trailing. Yeah, but not anymore.
2: That's not, no, it's, no. It's, it's a different stat now. My point is, you know, that's why I, I just, Stats for quarterbacks today, you have to change your perspective. It's not like it used to be. I mean, you have to look at the whole thing. I mean, because if you start playing from behind in these soft coverages and
3: in all the open spaces, you better put some yards up. Yeah, it, it's, it's more about the eyes, what the eyes tell you, rather than the, than the numbers. I mean, look, week one, he to 20 for 173 yards. It's an efficient week, it's a good week, but he didn't drive the ball down the field. Right. Week two was probably his best game.
1: When they, you back. Agree? Yeah, when they rallied back in that game, yeah.
3: Yeah, that was probably his best game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I just – I think Tony's right when he says he doesn't throw guys open. If they're wide open, he'll find them. And he's still not comfortable in the pocket. He's too jumpy in there. He gets out too soon. So,
1: well, uh, what
2: – Part of that is you have to have the confidence to see it and then have the arm strength and, or the confidence in your arm that you can just sit there – and fired in that tight window. And I wonder, you know, especially cause he, he gets, it's almost like as the clock goes on, he starts moving around and his feet are unsettled. And we saw it early in the game. He actually missed a, a pretty open, um, Leviscus Chenault because he's like out of nowhere, he's climbing up, like running up the pocket and then trying yeah. to throw it on the move. Yeah. And the ball it sails on him. So, um, and, and I know people listen, I'm not trying to nitpick or pick on Gardner. I, I again, I, I want him to be the guy. The bottom line is, if you look at this team right now, you're one and four, and you are struggling the last couple weeks to score points when it matters. Now, you're scoring points late. You're trying to come back, and you're doing stuff. Um, But if you look at – and you're barely doing that. The Dolphins, you scored 13 points. Um, Against the Bengals, you scored, what was it, 25? But all very late. And against the, the Texans, who are terrible defensively, he scored fourteen. And this okay. isn't a
3: league whatever, this is a league where everyone scored points. All right, so let's ask the question. Each of them every Here week we're go. gonna ask the Here question. Oh go. boy. <laughs> <lucky>. it's the <laughs> same is answer. He the guy. Is he the guy? And I said we have sixteen weeks to
2: make that decision or seventeen weeks with the buy. And I'll let you know in seventeen weeks.
1: Here's another one. All right, Pete. Can he get better from this?
3: We're going to ask that every week.
1: Yeah. Well, you For ask our, it every week. You ask the other one every week. Yeah, what
3: the hell's the difference? The hell the difference? Well, You are what you are usually. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, he you, is what okay. he is. Time out, though. I'm going to call you on that because two years ago,
2: Josh Allen was awful. A year ago at this time, he was below average and looked like, oh, my gosh, he can't see it. He can't stay in the pocket. He runs at first opportunity. He's inaccurate. He had a big arm, but inaccurate. And he slowly got better throughout last year. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Like, oh, timeout, Tell timeout, him. Time out. Time out. At him. the end of the year, in the playoffs, there was still the question. They didn't win because Josh Allen wasn't ready for the to win a playoff game. But then he comes out this year, and the dude is dealing. And the dude's like, he's the guy. MVP. Don't tell, okay. me, you, okay. don't tell me, Pete. You are what you are because
3: you're quote unquote. I told everybody Josh and, Allen was the guy. And what? And what, and, what and what was he when he came out? He was a six foot five guy and had a cannon for an arm. And was athletic. You knew he. Could, you knew it would just take a little bit of footwork. And he would be fine. No, that's but Pete. That's not fair because no one
2: else. Like there was, the majority of people were not on that side about Josh Allen. They thought. Okay, he was I'll take
3: another one. He's gonna play tonight. Justin Herbert, when he came out of Oregon, there were a lot of people who thought he was gonna have issues, correct? Yeah, I liked him watching him because he I mean,
2: now if you're telling me now a better comment from you that would make sense outside of what you just said being dumb, but you can't <laughs> get better, is this like there's certain traits that if you have, then you have more room to grow as a quarterback. Like he's ceiling, What is his no, ceiling? Let me finish. Let me finish. Justin Herbert, I'll use him. 6'4", athletic, and has a rocket for an arm. Maybe some questions about decision-making in college. Is he accurate enough? Well, he's come out in the pros, and yeah, can he get better in the pocket? Can he make better decisions? Absolutely. But he's accurate, he has a gun, he's big, and he's fast. And so if your point is like there's certain characteristics that you either have or you don't, I agree with that.
3: But to say a guy can't get better, really? I disagree. But to, what I'm saying is there's a ceiling. He can get better, but he ain't going over the ceiling. Whereas a guy like Josh Allen can get better, and that ceiling is way higher, and we're seeing it now. Same with Herbert. That's not what there's, you said, Pete. You said now, he couldn't get better. Well, okay. You know what I meant. No. Is, is he better That's than what he was last asking. year? Is Minshew better than he was last year? Yes. Is he? I I, I don't know how, how much better is he than he was last year. That's a good question. I like that. That's not a not a lot better, but he's better. I think he's better. Yeah, it's interesting. But In moments, I think is, so, but his okay. If Ju- Justin Herbert goes the same level of better that that Gardner Minshew goes to, who's going to be a better quarterback?
2: Well, I mean, I mean, there are certain traits that Justin Herbert have that One, Gardner will never have. Always to, you are what you are. No, but you have to define that, Pete, because if you said that same thing with Drew Brees, and I and I hate doing this because Drew Brees is an, a little bit of an anomaly. I mean, there's not a lot of guys Move. like yeah. Drew Brees, That's but he guy. got better year after year. Every year he got better. And it's not like he has a rocket for a right arm. It's not like he's 6'5". Hold on. It's wasn't not like he, runs wasn't he
1: like a second round pick though? It wasn't like he was deep down the draft. Like he No, was, no I
2: agree with you, Pete. I, I
3: mean JP, that's a good point. And that's
2: he's a, a big time
1: player coming out of the big Ten. Okay.
3: All got right. You're gonna compare him to Drew Brees. Does he have the does Gardner Minshew have the same arm Drew Brees has? No.
2: I, I can't disagree. Okay. So, <laughs> I, no, him to him. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, but my comparison to Drew Brees, okay, I'll, I'll compare him to Russell Wilson, a third rounder. Again, I'm not saying he has the physical traits. <clears throat> Excuse me. As far as arm strength, is that Russell Wilson? But my I, my contention with you is making the comment, he can't get better. He okay, can't get he better. Get,
3: okay, uh, let me take that comment back. He can get better, but his better getting better isn't going to be high enough to make him the long-term answer. That's all I'm saying.
2: And, 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 and I'm not sure I agree with you. I know you're strong in that. I'm leaning towards that way, by the way. I know you're strong. But if you would have said, <laughs> me, in, fairness, in fairness, you would have said the exact same thing about Russell Wilson five years ago.
3: Uh, uh Probably not. Oh, you're so full of it. You were the most anti... Five, I was in the world. I, I just I thought he was. I thought he was decent. I didn't think he was a superstar early in those years. And you he never said, thought he would be. He's a superstar.
2: He is what years. he
1: is. Remember,
3: he
2: is so, what he is. Okay, he is so, what he is, Pete. He is okay. what he is. You can't well, stay
3: he the box. He he's mobile and He has a big arm. Um, true or false? And he has a big arm. You've and compared. He's a stud
2: and he's accurate. And he like is a student of the game, and he's competitive. Right. You said Pete, and I will hold, I will find somebody who has articles. You were so you said Russell Wilson is just a guy. He only wins because of the defense. He only wins because of stuff around him. Correct. And he he's he not, did early in And your quote, no. And your quote was he's not a franchise quarterback. And, and so oh, based on what did. you he, said, hold on. Based on you saying, and if you use the same thing you just said about Gardner Minshew. Then Russell
3: Wilson is just is who he is, and he can't get any better. And I don't buy that. Well, he first off, he had the this scoring defense led the league in scoring four straight years. Pretty easy to play quarterback you're when you're the that point. guy. You're he didn't the have point, to. Pete. No, and now he's better. I give you that. Better uh, okay, he's so the now- best in the NFL compare him to uh, he's not the best in the NFL but you're going to compare yes, him is. to you're going to compare so you just compare Gardner Mitchell getting better to Drew Brees and Russell Wilson I did not Hey Jackson the your plan. quarterback issues are solved you,
2: No you're missing the point Pete JP help oh, me here I'm saying it's unfair to say a guy can't get better Now if you can want to say there you did say that if you want to say because of his arm strength and his size there is limitations to how good he can be that's fair That's fair I, I, yes. That is a fair comment. Yeah. So, what is the ceiling? I don't know. Is it, what is the, is the is definition of Fitz- that?
1: How do you know what that
2: is? Is it Ryan Fitzpatrick? No, is it is it is it is it uh, Fitzpatrick? Is it a guy like uh, the Jets quarterback? Um, um, Darnold.
1: Darnold. No, the weak
2: arm. No, the weak arm. Oh, Chad Pennington. Uh, oh, Chad Pennington. Chad Pe- is he, is no, he a Chad Pennington?
3: Not, he, I don't think he's going to be as good as Chad Pennington.
1: All right, let's take a time out and think about it. We'll come back. Uh, we've got to talk about the kickers okay, again. Okay, but
2: JP, hold on. What? Before we go any further, did I not dominate Pete right there in that segment? No. You, he, you, was he dominating you know- or what? Gr- <laughs> JP? No, hold on. All right, Pete.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with Tony on this one because, you know, you've been said, you said before that Russell Wilson was not good, not great, is, Pete. Pete. That's your track that's,
3: record. That's, that's not what our pre-show <laughs> text page says.
1: You said that Carson Palmer was better than Wilson in the NFC West at one point, too. I'm just saying, I don't know. What We're back in a moment. Say,
3: you JP? said Carson
1: Palmer was better than Wilson in the NFC West at one point, years ago. You did.
3: Probably was. Was.
1: It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the
0: Jaguars (laughs) Digital Network. Uh. without notice
10: equal housing opportunity any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body checking your phone getting in the car sitting at your desk checking the phone getting in your car sitting at your desk checking your phone for the 50th time today if you do anything with regularity you should get massaged with regularity massage envy keep your body working
6: Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details.
0: Jaguars fans, game day is back, and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks, and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson ginger and lime, and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. For over 20 years, TIAA Bankfield has teamed up with Siemens to provide a next-level game-day experience for Jaguars fans. From lighting, safety systems, and keeping our fans cool to helping power up our massive video boards, Siemens solutions ensure our venue stays in peak condition. Now with their powerful cloud-based software solution, MindSphere, sensors in our field monitor moisture, fertilization, and temperature data to get to the root of the problem before they become real problems for our turf. Just like our team, we're working together to unlock our potential and get the win. Siemens, Ingenuity for Life.
7: Jaguars fans, let's tackle social injustice together on game days with Selfies for Change. Visit tiabank.com slash selfiesforchange to take a virtual selfie with a Jaguars player and unlock a $5 donation to the Jaguars Foundation to help fight social injustice. Share your photo on Instagram or Twitter using hashtag selfiesforchange so more fans can be part of the movement. Join us on game days at tiabank.com slash selfiesforchange. TIAA Bank is the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Looking to be your own boss in a proven business model? Do you like construction and working outdoors? Superior Fence and Rail is franchising in new markets all over the southeast. From Birmingham to Savannah and even a few more markets in Florida, come win with Superior Fence and Rail and redefine the fence industry. So get off the fence and call Superior Fence and Rail to learn more about starting a fence franchise today. SuperiorFenceandRail.com
9: I mean, we worked on that play a bunch. I mean, you know, you work on things in certain situations. I think that we felt very comfortable with it. I don't think we did a good job executing it. I don't think we sold it well enough uh, that the corner was able to get off on it. So, um, you know, you work on something during the week, you feel comfortable about it, you know when you're going to call it, in that situation, and we just didn't execute it. So uh, to ask your question, if, if I had to go back and know when it wasn't going to work, would I, would I rather run something else? Obviously, I would. That's Doug Marone
1: discussing that fourth-and-one play with the uh, direct snap to James Robinson, and he fumbled before the pass attempt. And welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. For the record, Pete, you gave the Seahawks' 2012 draft a C+. That was a draft that had um, Bruce Irvin, Bobby Sorry, Wagner, and Russell Wilson.
3: Nobody killed that draft. Go, go back and look at the play. Look, look, I'll be the first one to admit, of my reason for giving them that grade was they they signed Matt Flynn to a big contract and then drafted Russell Wilson. So you you, you gotta give him a bad grade for one or the other, right? Yeah, I give him the bad grade for Matt Flynn because it was an A plus on Russell Wilson. It was a not only the draft was loaded. Go read that draft. Bruce Irvin is a good player. Who else?
1: Bruce Irvin, Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson, uh, <laughs> Rob, <laughs> Rob. You give it a C. C plus. C plus. Uh,
4: yeah.
1: Robert Turbin. Hey.
2: Jay oh, Howard, how
1: Who else? Uh, Jay Howard, defensive tackle, uh, linebacker Corey Toomer, cornerback Jeremy Lane, safety Winston Guy, we know him. Uh, offensive guard J.R. Sweezy and defensive end Greg Scruggs.
3: That's a good pick. It was a great. Is an a plus
2: draft? It's but, a, yeah. But you know, just like he just now, like he blew, just like he blew it on the last
3: segment.
1: I will say yeah, that you went and regraded this in 2015 and gave it an A+. Plus. So, way, way to go. Hindsight, Pete. I job.
3: go back. No, see, what I do is I go back and admit my mistakes, unlike most people. They let theirs just <laughs> sit there. I admit my mistakes. I'll write them out every year. I go back three years to the draft and go back and look at my stupidity, how I made mistakes, but more than that, how the team made mistakes. So can can you, like, that's a good
2: exercise that shows humility and self-awareness to make sure you call out when you're an idiot, which can be often.
9: Wow.
3: Can you do that with the last segment? No, because you know what I meant. You took something when you perfect. you know you agree with me. You just don't want to say it. And no, I don't agree with you. Mean- I, think he, I think he can get better. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, get better. How? Like, how? Give me, give me the level of getting better that he's throwing for four yards a game and and staying in the pocket longer. What's better? I right think, there? I think, I think he can recognize defenses better.
2: I think he can anticipate I think he better. Recognize his defenses very well. Then,
3: uh, no, I think he can get
2: better. I think he can anticipate better. I think he can be better in the pocket, keeping his eyes downfield. I think all those things.
3: Okay, I think he can get. I think he has gotten a little better. Anticipating, even though he's not great at it, I think he's gotten better at staying in the pocket, even though he's not great at it. But I don't think all that will ever take him to a point where he's the guy. And that, okay,
2: that's a fair point. Now I can't argue that, and I'm not even sure I disagree with you at this point. I want to, I want, I want to see more. So that if you if you would have gone with that last segment, Pete, I would say you know what that's fair because there's going to be limitations on. He's never going to grow. Um, he's not going to. I mean, how much could his arms? Strength increase for this point. Which is the difference when you
3: use Josh Allen as the analogy. You can't use Josh Allen. I'm not – my analogy was the fact that he got better. Correct. But he had the ability to, and the tools to get that much better, whereas we don't know that. With, and, we don't see and, that with Minshew.
2: And the question is, is what is,
3: is the ceiling? Are the things that are limit limit uh, Gardner
2: Minshew, will they make the ceiling too low for him to be a franchise quarterback? And everyone likes to go back to the Patriots picking Tom Brady in the in the fifth in the sixth round, and now is one of the all-time greatest quarterbacks ever. It's an anomaly. Number one, it doesn't happen very often. Number right. two, Tom Brady had a strong arm. Tom right. Brady is six four, or six five, however tall he is. Tom Brady was not a great athlete. Right. right? So and, and he couldn't run very well. He's never run very well. But what Tom Brady proved he was was great. At, super smart great at recognizing defenses and is one of the best pocket passers of buying time in the pocket in the history of the game. And so his his limiting factors of athletic ability, especially in the era that he became great, which is, were not big enough to stop him. He still had a high ceiling and he proved that
3: out and that people missed it in the draft. Well, it's one of the great misses because all you got to do is go back and J.P. might remember this. He lit up Alabama in the bowl game Orange to the point bowl. where you watched it and you go, oh, in the Orange Bowl. And he lit them up, and you go, oh, my God, what is? where is this kid coming from? But everybody took credit for the wide receiver. Remember David
8: Terrell?
1: Yeah, Terrell was, was a really high first-round
8: pick. Yeah. Let's come back in a moment. Brady.
1: More on that thought. The second hour coming up after this, Jaguars Happy Hour, Jaguars Digital Network.
0: Without notice, equal housing opportunity. Hey Jacksonville, this is Joe Adib from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe.
1: Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit the CSICompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies.
0: Jaguars fans, game day is back. And this year we've teamed up with Jameson to add another win to your week with official Jaguars and Jameson branded collectible stadium cups. They're only available for a limited time in the Jacksonville metro area. So grab yours today, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger and lime, and cheer on the Jags with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof, product of Ireland, copyright 2020, imported by John Jameson Import Company, New York, New York.
5: Hi. This is Dr. Patrick Basil of Basil Plastic Surgery and Wellness. I'm a proud veteran of the U.S. Navy, and during my active duty time, I had the amazing privilege to serve our country and those who were wounded in combat. Helping my patients return to a normal life, I was able to provide an unparalleled level of care, which I've carried over to my own private practice today. As the official plastic surgeon of the Jaguars, I invite you to visit us at patrickbasilmd.com, and would like to wish the Jags best of luck in today's game.
6: You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubbles Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags!
5: We definitely have concerns all over the place, but, you know, I believe in the guys that we have. Um, I believe that we're all, you know, on the same page. You know, everybody's fighting their tail off, like, effort's not an issue. Like, we we just gotta, you know, pinpoint what exactly is going wrong. uh, Keep putting that same effort forward and uh, address those issues.
1: Gardner Minshew, after the game yesterday in Houston. Welcome back. Second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour on this Monday. After a 30 to 14 loss to the Texans, fifth in a row that the Jags have lost to Houston. Fourth in a row, the Jags have lost this season. JP Shadrick. Pete Prisco. Tony Brusselli. Glad you're along with us. Uh big stories of the hey, day, JP, of course. Well, yes, yeah, yes. before we get
2: before we get into the big story, sorry. I'm right, gonna cut you off. Um uh, Minshew said something. I want to give Doug some credit. Because I mean, we, you know, question calls and, you know, we didn't like to call it the call to goal line and we're questioning, you know, Jay Gruden getting away from the run game and everything else. But this is the one thing that Doug and his coaching staff has done a great job with. The one thing you can't question is how hard these guys play. I mean, it is a group that plays hard from the first snap to the last snap. And you know what? That is a reflection of Doug Marone and his coaching staff. They have a lot of young players. It is not easy to coach this many rookies and second-year players, and especially with the offseason these guys had and trying to install and get things in there. And the fact that they have come out and that they – and I know no one wants to hear this as fans, and I get it. It's about winning and losing and being one and four stinks. It's awful, and losing the way we've lost the last few weeks is no fun, and it stinks. But these guys, you can't question the effort and the preparation and the hard work these guys are putting in. They're young, they're inexperienced, and they're inconsistent, and that's why you're seeing a lot of these issues.
3: And they don't seem like they get and they're, they don't nobody likes losing, but back in the day when when I covered you guys and you guys lost, you were babies about it, half the <laughs> team. They I mean seriously. It's in one game and you go in the locker room and they start screaming at you and yelling at you and getting I mean, you would agree that it's different, Tony.
1: Well, this is yeah. now we don't know either cuz we're not in the locker room, Pete.
3: That's true, but we we'll get three guys like on those the video. The kind of, I mean, but it doesn't seem like this is the team. Made and, and granted, it's a lot of young players. I get it, but even that team when Tony was on the team, they had young players. Did, when they'd lose, it was like you'd go in the locker room, and it would be like a—it was nasty almost at times. And I don't know why that was. Maybe it was me, but um,
1: I would. Uh, all was, signs point to that. Yes, probably.
3: But Tony knows what I'm talking about. It was different. It was like an ant. It was an anger after losses. A nasty. When? What? What team are you talking about? Ninety. Even the ninety six team. Tony. take. I'll take the ninety five team, which was bad. That team too. Yeah, we were not. I. I mean, I was not pleasant to be around if we lost. Oh. But you were. You were not pleasant. But you stood up and you answered the questions, and you were never totally disrespectful. <laughs> there were times. No. When you. Well,
2: I mean, Pete, you and I have talked about this on the show a number of times. I was in a bad mood, and I might be a little bit uh, – Cranky. Short or cranky and push back, but I, I always knew that you guys had a job to do, and I respected the job the media had to do, that it was part of the process, and that win or lose, you have to stand up and take your medicine <laughs> and you know, and enjoy you know why? it's good.
3: You always knew in the back of your head that you were going to be a member of the media at <laughs> one while... <laughs> I can honestly say that is not true. It's going to need the Hall of
1: Fame votes someday so yeah why not hey no,
3: but, jp but tony knows, <laughs> tony knows what i'm talking about tony knows exactly what i'm talking about it's just and i don't get and that, that's not a bad thing by the way it doesn't mean they care any less It's just that they they seem to be guys that want to go out and play hard work hard if you lose it's not getting ugly which i think is and i'm going to go back to the flipping of the culture because the last team you had problems with some of those guys there were some guys that were nasty, and the culture wasn't great. So I think that's a good thing. And
2: now, and now here's the flip, I mean, the flip side of that, Pete. The test is coming. That if you keep on rolling off loss after loss after loss, let me know. It'll be interesting to see how Doug manages his young team. If they can't get a win this week against Detroit, um, which is not a really very good team, but they have a very good quarterback, and they are fighting for the coaching staff fighting for their jobs. Um, I guess similar to Jacksonville, that if you lose this one, then you got to go to LA and you're one in
3: six going into that bye week It'll be interesting. Yeah, it could, but I, I just don't get the sense that this is a group made up of guys that are going to get nasty. I mean, if you just think about it, they don't seem it. Somebody I heard on radio the other day, I was listening to Jacksonville radio the other day and I, and, and somebody said that Minshew was a little short with his answers last week. Is that true? JP.
1: What What in Cincinnati?
3: No, no. During the week, last week, because he seems like he's always the guy that comes up no, and answers the questions. He's,
1: you know, I, I, don't, I didn't really see that. Honestly, he's, he answers a question. He kind of gives you a quote or two that that'll be a money quote, but then he doesn't give you a lot either. You know, he'll say some things, but without saying anything, if you know. But he I mean.
3: seems like a guy that, eat at his core, so he might get tired. Of answering the same questions we, but out. I don't think
1: he's I think he's the same way you talked about Tony though, I think he understands why he has to be there,
9: yeah, and,
3: yeah, I heard he's great with the media yeah, I, again, I, I understand I, that, but I just heard that yeah. I don't know who said it, maybe it was one of the guys on Fray Show or Hayes or one of those guys said it that it was well it I'll say be, this too,
1: knowing the competitor that he is, and I don't know him well, mind you, but knowing being around the building a little bit and. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he's upset with the way things are going right now, and maybe it does I'd bleed a little I'd bit be of
2: that.
3: If he wasn't right,
1: upset. that's Shit. correct.
3: You're one in four. Yes.
1: So it, I, and,
3: I'm with you guys. I would be angry too.
1: But I didn't notice it. Let's put it that way. And if you heard okay, that, just maybe somebody. Okay,
3: what, what I heard on the radio. I don't. Yeah. I don't live there anymore. I'm not I, in that I, locker room. I'm not around the team every day.
1: Yeah, and, but well, neither is anybody. But I, I don't think. Yeah, I would be more upset if he wasn't upset about what's going on right now. And I think he wants to go win games and be a great quarterback. So why wouldn't he be a little bit maybe have be, a little bit of an attitude? Yeah. Okay, fine.
3: It would be Good. frustrating to be a media guy covering the team nowadays cuz the way everything is, you can't really cover them. You're not it's covering them. So
1: weird, man. Not being in there. It really is.
3: Yeah, I mean you, you got no relationships, you got no, no gossip, no who you know what I mean? It's it'd be tough to cover the team. I if I was the beat guy in this, nowadays in this year, I would have a hard time with it. I'd, I'd be calling guys on the phone, and I, I, I mean, like, got to be able to communicate. with Like, guys.
1: I don't know the rookie class. I don't know those guys. This is they. came out no, the of, draft?
3: Like, what? Right? What kind of guy is James Robinson?
1: I've no idea. Like, I've seen him on the conference calls. Like, I'm sure he's a nice. He seems like a nice guy, and he's playing well. And but it'd be nice to just have a ten minute conversation with him,
9: you know?
2: I don't know if I'd know what any of these guys look like if I saw him on the street.
1: Right. I mean it's it's just like you never
3: were never around him. Like when Fred was out of his rookie year, I remember going to his locker and sitting there talking to him and he said he could rush for two thousand. I had a headline. <laughs> <laughs> and he could have. He, oh he, yeah. He, right. And he could have scored a lot of touchdowns if Tom didn't take him out either. Oh uh, don't say don't, <laughs> don't say that to Fred, he'll get upset. <laughs> oh, I've said it to Fred. <laughs> Believe me.
9: Yeah.
1: Uh let's get to some of the uh the headlines of the day, of course. The uh offense struggling in key moments yesterday in Houston. There were three times inside the twenty five yard line that they came away with zero points. One of those, they got to the 21 at the deepest point and then had a holding call and missed a 49-yard field goal. They were down inside the 10 at one point, had a fourth and one, came away without points. Did they bail on the run soon? That's a talking point today. Gardner, though, as we've talked about on this show already, he's throwing it 49 times a game. That may be a bit too many, especially when a lot of that game was a one-score game uh, a lot of the time yesterday. Defense, though, did their best considering the the starters that were out of the football game, four starters missed yesterday and another was kicked out, ejected from the game, but uh, got away from that group of, of guys on defense in the fourth quarter. Either way, it's a fourth straight loss and the third straight loss to a team that so, not won a game yet in 2020.
2: Yeah, let's stay, let's stay with the defense, Pete. I'd like to get your perspective. Can this defense get better this year or is this an offseason problem? I mean, Jeff and I have talked about it quite a bit. You think this is an off-season issue that you can't address till then? It is what it is, and that they're going to give a bunch of points every week, or can they get better?
3: Mm, uh, they have a chance to get a little bit better, but I don't think it's going to be significantly better. I, I think they lack power players inside to push the pocket. They lack corners who – well, let, let me correct myself, because I think Henderson – and Herndon, and maybe if Sidney Jones starts playing, you had it's the group isn't that isn't awful. What do you think about the safety spot? I mean, you got Wilson back; he made a play yesterday. Uh, I think Josh Jones is a really good box run AD. play. I mean, he's a right. really good, yeah, sure. really good at the run, not a good coverage
2: guy. I mean, I
3: wouldn't.
2: I, I, I mean, to be fair, I, I can't remember him being a liability coverage though.
3: Yeah, maybe, but. um if you get Wilson back and you've got a good group, that's not a bad group. But, again, it all goes back. Tony, you know what this league is all about. Passers and pass rushers. If you have a passer and a pass rusher and pass rushers, you should be good. So, so I'll well, say this. I think I think they
2: can get better. I think there's a ceiling of how good they can be. But the only way they're getting better is if Miles Jack is healthy the rest of the year. And Josh Allen um, finds his groove as a pass rusher.
3: That's the how only chance they of them getting they- better. How close were those guys to playing? I know Allen wasn't close, but how close – It sounded like Jack was close at one point. Well, I think
2: uh, the word I heard out of the press conference today, JP, correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, Doug Marone felt good about everyone being back this week or injury-wise except for uh, Andrew Wingard and uh, Josh Lambeau.
1: Correct. Yeah, Lambeau uh, was going to be until they switched the schedule around. He had a chance right after that original buy, but now it's going to be after the the new buy. But yeah, Wingard is out for a little bit. Sounds like um abdominal issue. Uh, but the other guys, they said they see about Josh Allen on Wednesday. Didn't have anything really definitive today on Allen, but we'll see on Wednesday when they all come back to practice. So, Allen didn't make yeah, the trip. I think they, so, he was done to begin yeah, with.
2: Yeah, I think they can get better. Like, Allen's, I, I'm still a big believer in Josh Allen. I think he's a really good player. And oh, it's me to be too. A really good player. So, um and Miles Jack is the best player in this football team right now. He gets back healthy, that's going to help him. And I do believe that Kavian Chason can get better throughout the year and he'll get more comfortable rushing the passer in the position he's playing because I do think he's a good athlete and a real uh, he has some physical gifts that can help. But I see him getting better throughout the year. So, I
3: think they can get better because I think the rush the passer, you know, they'll be improved as the year goes on. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think they can get better. I just don't know how much better. It, they they got to get down interior guys' pocket. That's what they need. They need down interior guys who can push the pocket. And they that's, an,
1: that's an off-season deal, man. You can't do that right now. Hard no. to do that right now. I mean, they're promoting no. guys from the practice squad, but you can't go outside the building and just find those guys on no. the street.
2: I mean, and in the last four games, all losses, they've given up over, I mean, they give 33-31, 33-30. I mean, that's just that's hard to win football games when you're giving up that many
3: points. They're not – it's a league full of bad defenses, and they're one of the worst. Let's be honest yeah. about it.
1: You said last week they're the worst, Pete. Yeah, they might be. No, you said they were. <laughs> I'm just yeah, – you didn't say are. Now you're backing off. Yeah, I'm
3: trying to – I'm, no, I'm trying to be nicer this week. They're yeah, you worst. were a
1: little harsh last week, I'll say.
3: They're the worst. They're the worst defense in the league.
2: Well, I mean, I mean Pete, Pete likes these extremes. You can't get better. They're the worst in the league. He, the ceiling no, is this.
1: Crazy. He is
3: what he wor- is. Are they the worst team in the league? Defense? No. Who is? Um, I was going to say the Bengals, probably. Mm, they got – when Geno Hackett is on the field, they
2: they don't have a Geno Hackett. Yeah, he's not. He's um, the, jet, the, the Jets are terrible on defense.
3: They're bad. They're they're probably the Jets and the Jaguars are probably two of the worst. The two worst. I'm trying to think who else is really bad. The well, Falcons are uh, the Falcons are pretty close. Yeah, they're but everybody's
1: yeah, hurt. Right. Oh. <laughs> Don't give them a um, lead. Ooh. Hmm. All right, so, let's let's yeah, come it's, back. It's,
3: it's, it's, Seattle's it's, defense stinks
1: too. They could just you score know, forty again.
2: To, you know they're on pace to give up the most yards in the history of the NFL right now. The, the Seahawks defense and they're
3: five and zero. Oh. What about the Miami Dolphins scored more points at that stadium in Santa Clara than any other team ever going in there? Think about that. It's crazy. It's amazing,
1: really is. Right, hey, let's come back in a moment and social questions. Well, we oh, got some. Wait. We got some doozies how many, today.
3: How many J E T S S did you get?
1: I don't know. Check your phone that you're looking at right now, Pete, and let us know.
3: <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> back
1: in a moment. Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network.
6: You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubbles Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags!
4: In Florida, bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road. So when you ride, follow the rules. Always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike. And drivers, watch for cyclists. Give them space to ride. And don't forget when making that right on red, look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane. We all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe. Alert today, alive tomorrow because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation.
10: At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, Join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
0: Jaguars fans, game day is back and while it might look a little different this year, the good times, smooth drinks and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the Jags with Jameson. So pull up a seat, pour a smooth Jameson, ginger and lime and enjoy game day with Jameson. Taste responsibly, Jameson Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof, product of Ireland, copyright 2020, imported by John Jameson Import Company, New York, New York.
1: Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. We roll along on this Monday. J.P. Shadrick with Pete Prisco in South Florida and Tony Buscelli, uh somewhere. Where are you today, Tony?
2: I'm in, uh, I'm in Ponte Vedra.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, you're at the beach. All right, good. Couldn't tell. Yep. Couldn't tell from that uh, vantage point if you're watching on Jaguars Facebook or jaguars.com. It is time now for social media questions. We put the bat signal out early in the day, and here's what we've come up with today. Question number one. At Samuel underscore of underscore Duval. what's the worst mistake we made this past offseason? Oh, well,
2: that's and a good one. Yeah. I got, see, I'll it. let you go first.
1: Stumped it. I got to think about that. Stumped it.
2: Wow. What a question. The worst mistake. Um,
1: Ooh. Wow, this was this one. caught some you guys people off guard. Some would
2: say keep it status quo. Yeah, I, I mean
1: Some would say, you know, Calais, it, right? Calais letting some of those got of no, guys go.
3: No, the bigger the most people would say the biggest mistake was keeping it status quo. Let's be honest.
1: You meaning yeah, the of, coaching staff and GM is what you mean? Correct.
2: I could argue of uh, getting to the point where it was so toxic that One of your best young defensive players, Ngakwe, didn't want to stay on the roster, and was willing to go pay play for what six million dollars less or seven million dollars left, whatever it was, in um, Minnesota instead of signing a deal with you. Because the bottom line is, and we can argue whether Ngakwe was worth the money he was asking for, which I would say twenty million is too much for Ngakwe. Um, But at the same time, if you figure out how to get a deal done with Ngakwe, you use that first rounder on probably someone else than Cable and Chase on to add you know, to some issues you have in other parts of the roster, possibly. Um, And so I I think it's 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 always bad to get rid of guys who love football and are good players um, that you draft that you found in the third round. I would say that and I get why they had to. It was too much water on the bridge. And if and not being a part of those negotiations if Dave Caldwell and the Jaguars organization told us that he was not signing for anything under 20 million, then. Um, that would make, then maybe it's not as big as a mistake. Um, I mean, outside of that, getting bad luck of signing defensive interior defensive alignment, one who had a bad heart and another one who decided to opt out, and, you know, is that a bad decision or bad luck? It's just bad all the way around. It's tough to place that on um, Dave and Doug. Um, you didn't know Al Woods was going to opt out. You didn't know this pandemic was going to be what it is. I still don't understand the process of the, Pre physical um, of Gunter before you signed him as a free agent, why the issue wasn't caught beforehand? Um, you know, so not knowing enough about that, I'm not going to comment. But that's probably more bad luck than bad decision. And then I think a lot of people would probably agree with me. A lot of people would say the biggest mistake was is not making a,
3: a change. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you this, Tony. You said if they had signed in Engaku, they wouldn't have drafted Caleb on Chase on. Correct? You wouldn't need them. You wouldn't need them. Okay. Okay. Let's go through the back end after On was picked. And you tell me which guy you would want on the roster in place of him. Just that, you know, Jalen Rager. I don't even know who that is. Plays wide receiver for the Eagles. No. Um, Justin Jefferson. He's really good. But you drafted Chenault in the second okay, round. Okay, so, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, but Justin Jefferson okay. is really good. Okay. I mean, we do not
2: agree. He's. You yes, agree? He's, he's very not, good. Yeah. good. Kenneth Murray, the linebacker, middle linebacker. For the Chargers. He's,
4: he's, he's not really playing good. that
3: great. He's good. But, w- okay, you would have probably well, – You've already, you
2: already a, signed
3: you, Schobert. Schobert, so you're not going to pick him. All right. Who? Uh, you're going in and out, Pete. Yeah, say it again. Brandon Ayuk. Okay. No. Uh, Jordan Love. Mm, no. No. Uh, Jordan Brooks, no. Patrick Queen, but uh, you've good already player. signed Schobert. Yeah, you already that? had
1: Schobert in free Isaiah agency. Isaiah
3: Wilson, the right tackle, no. Noah Igbenogany, no. Jeff Gladney, you'd already drafted a corner. You're going to draft another one in the first round? Well, you could argue that. And how's that corner, the guy you just said, how's he playing? Gladney plays for the Vikings. You saw him last night. He played pretty oh, well. Oh, yeah,
2: he's a good player.
1: But you already drafted but, Henderson at nine overall. Well, you're not right. doing so, two corners.
2: Where, where no, but are, you could argue. But my point is, I guess you'd argue if you if you if Yohan Gokwe would just spent that – you know, and you had a second round pick, a second first rounder, would you would you put a, uh, spend it on a big man inside? I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs. I'm not, yeah. t- listen, I, by the way, I'm not even arguing that trading in Gakway was the wrong move overall because you have to understand what the negotiations were, how much money he's working for. I mean, the question stumped me, to be honest with you. And I'm, I was grasping at straws a little bit to figure out what the biggest mistake in this offseason was. And I didn't want to jump on the bandwagon with Pete, who said, Keeping status quo, and so um, like I could argue that trading in was the right move because of um, the contract situation. But I go back to the bad blood and the feelings between the organization and Ngakwe were not just this, this past offseason is an issue that was boiling. That was a, bo- a boiling issue or rising to the top of a major issue over the last probably twelve months,
3: eighteen. Yes. And so, but but the way the draft dropped out you know because you think you'd if you if you had a Gokwe you'd want a big power player inside that's who you'd ideally like to get. right there really was there wasn't one there
2: yeah you'd have to make the, you'd have to pick Kinlaw at, at number nine and then get, get the, the corner later in the draft
3: correct
1: so there you go uh, there's question number one it's, it's that's a doozy that that got us going uh, here on the social questions let's go to question number two at Jags one one eight five as we continue to get deeper into the season, is Gardner proving more and more to not be the guy in air quotes? What would he have to do consistently in the remaining 11 games to show he's the franchise? I say win. Yeah, I mean, you uh, to play football that's
2: a dumb games. that's a dumb play. that's a dumb answer. Oh, so well, you Pete. have to win games. That's part of it. You have to show that you can win games, you have to show that you're progressing and improving and that the skill sets you have um are greater than any deficiency that we know about arm strength and everything else. So you have to create such a, you you get to become so good at one of those other skill sets. And I'll go back to the question about the off season. I could argue that the mistake was, is not making a move to go get Justin Herbert in the first round. If, even if you have to trade up because I've, I mean, I'm of the opinion until, you know, you have a franchise quarterback. I think you have to go get one. You have to go find one. And so you could argue that was a mistake. Um, Uh, and but as far as Minchu and what you know, you have to see, I think you have to see progress. I think you have to see him better in the pocket. I see you have to see him start participating better, making those throws down the field, pressing the ball down the field into the tight windows with accuracy, um, and being consistent in it, um, to a point that it overcomes any limitations that you know he
3: has as far as arm strength. Here's what he needs to do. Get the doctors to give him Jake Luton. Oh, arm. here we go. Get a here transplant. we go. Transplant. Get a transplant and get that arm on there. And then you'd, well, have, the, you'd have a really good quarterback.
2: Well, by you saying that, Pete, you you don't think there's yeah. anything he can do that you believe that there's nothing he can do to be, prove to you that he is the franchise quarterback.
3: No. Strong. Yeah, I would disagree I would disagree with that. And I think winning's part of it. Yeah, Pete. Winning winning what? Winning three games? Is that part of it? No, no,
2: no, no. They have to find a way to win. I
3: think you have to get you have to get to seven. By the way, we somebody sent in a comparison. I don't know if you were going to read it on the air, but I'm going to jump the gun anyways. Case Keenum.
9: Oh, he
1: said that's the ceiling is Case Keenum.
3: Do you agree with that, Pete? Case Keenum might have had a little stronger arm, to be honest with you. But I see I see what he's saying. I do see what he's saying. Case Keenan moved around. That's, but if that's the case, then you have to go get a quarterback. Well, if you have the first pick, you're going to get a quarterback anyway. Right. I don't care if you don't have the first pick. If you have a top ten pick, you have to go get a quarterback. You have to go find a way. I agree. I agree. I, I agree anyways. I think they do. And I, and I came into this season with an open mind. I really did. I thought he... I wanted to see him get better in the pocket. I wanted to see him drive the ball. So the I'm gonna
2: ask you. A, I'm gonna ask you a question, Pete. With what you saw last year from the team and from Gardner Minshew, and having two first rounders,
3: I would, would have got you have tra- got Herbert?
2: Would you traded up two picks to get in front of the Chargers to go get Herbert? Yes, absolutely.
3: You know, I liked I was, I'm a Herbert I li-
2: guy. I think he, I-, I liked Herbert coming out of college too. I thought he was. I thought he had a lot of uh, characteristics that you
3: like, and um, I really liked him coming out.
1: You oh,
2: remember
3: the, the the scuttlebutt was his personality wasn't you know I didn't buy any of it I, well, I love totally him. different I, I'm
2: tell you what they love him in, in Los Angeles yeah I know and
3: the players love him that's the biggest compliment right he's got it believe me he's got it you you know when you see it you know when you yeah. see it
2: yeah I mean that's interesting because I mean and I I'm not going to sit here and say I would have been that strong where I'd have traded two picks up to go get him. Um, uh-huh but I in I, hindsight I, in hindsight yeah. you do it in oh, 10 minutes. sure, absolutely. that well, I thought I'd do it right yeah, right this second, but I'm not yeah, going right. I'm not going to be the I, I like them coming out a lot. Um but I you know, I just I wasn't convinced I was not convinced coming into the season and we talked about this in the offseason JP and, and on shows. Um the Gardner was the man. I'm not saying he but I also wasn't convinced he wasn't. And when you are in a position of indecision with your quarterback, then I think you gotta go find guys to compete with them.
3: See so you could have you could have gone up to four because the Giants wanted a tackle and there were four of them in that draft. And if they had traded back to nine, they still could have gotten Wills or Becton rather than take Thomas. So you could have gone to nine and uh, to four and got them if you wanted them. I, I you know how I feel about Herbert. I I, I I'm with you. i I think the kid is going to be it. I think he's going to be – he is the guy that was picked apart in the draft coming in by everybody for his accuracy, much like Josh Allen was. But you can look at him and you say, you know what? There's a lot to work with there. He's going to be a good player.
1: But they didn't. So this is what, uh, this is what it is.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and that's why I'm not going to give up him Gardner yet. I, I mean, right. I'm not in the same camp as Pete.
3: I think there is stuff he can do to prove to me at least that he is the future of this franchise. But, but Tony, okay, people will say, well, what if he was in Jacksonville's offense? Would he have the same success he's had in the Chargers' offense? The Chargers don't have a ton of talent on offense. Well, either. actually,
2: the offensive, the offensive line is better for the Jaguars. Jaguars. than the. I agree. Now, the,
3: rece- the receiving core is a little bit better for the – I mean, when, Keenan Allen But Mike Williams hasn't been and, – and so is the tight ends really good, too. Hunter Henry's yeah, really so good. Yeah, so they're a little but bit Mike better. But Mike Williams than. hasn't been on the field. He's been throwing the guys – the touchdown passes last week that came the guys off the street.
1: All right, our next question comes from at Brandon Bush 817 Pete, I need your take on this. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Is it too early to admit the Schobert experiment is a bust? I know Tony's response will be no because he's been able to help uh, Miles Jack move to his correct position, but I feel 90% of the middle linebackers could have done that.
3: Uh, to answer your question, uh, Yes.
2: I, I, but well, okay, wait. From, time out. Time out. Explain why he's a bus beat. <laughs> is, I don't not
3: know. I'm not, he's not a bust. The bust is—is he worth the money they spent on? That, it? Okay, that's fair. That's a fair question. Now that's fair. And the answer, to my answer, would be no.
2: I have not seen anything that, and I think JP, correct me if I'm wrong. Schobert's one of the higher paid middle linebackers in the league. Is that correct?
1: I would say probably yes.
2: Okay. I, and I don't know. And I don't think he is one of the more impactful middle linebackers in the NFL. I, I don't think he makes huge mistakes. Um, I think he's in the right place in, for the most part. But I have not seen him make impact plays per se. Uh, now, we're only five games in. It's very early. Um, right
3: now, I'd qualify him as a solid player. But it, like in it fairness to him. The guys in front of him aren't occupying a lot of bodies either. They're not that, you know what I mean? They're yeah. not great up front. So it, it it is one of those situations where it might be nice to see him evaluated in a situation where he has a lot more help around him. So I, I'm, I, I will give him, I will give him that benefit of the doubt. But he's not a
2: bust. That's, a, I mean, he's not a bust.
3: Okay, he's the guys that are making more than him right now, Ready? Yeah, okay. Inside linebackers. Mm-hmm. Mosley, Jalen Smith, who hasn't played close to that contract. Zach Cunningham. He's a stud now. He's good. Miles Jack. He's okay. a stud. Uh, Deion Jones. Mm-hmm. Bobby Wagner. He's amazing. You see him. I mean, he is so good. on Alexander. Juan's well, good, too. So then, showbert Shober well, wasn't wasn't hurt? He's is he healthy yeah. this year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was hurt last year. But but I mean, there are guys you could go get too. I mean, you I I am always looking for a young bumper to go run and chase. That's what I'm looking for. I would I I, I try and find a guy like that. You know what I mean? Like a that, four, like, like okay, can can Shaq Porterman play at all? Do you know you drafted him?
1: I think he's a inside middle. Yeah, I don't think he's an linebacker. every down guy. I
2: don't think he's going to be out there on nickel. Beat.
3: No, no, but he would. He could play on first and second down. Could he? Yeah, he I don't.
2: Still know. Need, he was yeah, good at the Miami.
3: Need, I know, but
2: you still need a nickel, and Schober can play nickel. I don't think
1: I don't he's chasing you pay, guys. In you, don't
2: pay, you don't
3: pay a nickel that kind of money, Tony. No, he no. I, yeah, you do. You pay an every down linebacker oh, that kind of money. Oh. But is he good enough in the, as a thumper? That's the question. Is he more of a nickel linebacker?
1: I think he can thump. I think he's that. I don't. I just don't know how he can run.
2: Do you? Do you uh, uh, I don't know if he's the thumper. Uh, he's not, uh, I don't. I wouldn't watch him. I would even at Cleveland. I would have never qualified. Like a running chase. He's a, a thumper. More, he's a. Yeah. He's a sideline to sideline chasing yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a run running chase
1: guy. Oh, t- I thought you were talking about Quarterman. I'm sorry. I thought oh, talking no, about no, Quarterman. Quarterman, no, yeah, Quarterman, Quarterman could
2: be the thumper. Right.
1: He's the. Th- well, that's what I, I was the, talking about. Yeah. No, Schobert's not.
2: Yeah, we're. Out of curiosity, where does Schobert rank in PFF grades? Not that I, I'm da- this is dangerous territory for me because I might lose
3: it. <laughs> You're not going to lose it. I'll, I'll find it, though. All right. Next get, question, JP. Yeah, what next,
1: for it? we got time for two more. Let's go to uh, social number four, DC Scott 0602. What is the likelihood with the trade deadline approaching that we try and trade to get more draft picks? For example, D.D. Westbrook isn't active, but he could be used by a team looking for more wide receiver depth.
2: Yeah, but you're not going to get any real trade value for D.D. Westbrook. What do you think you're going to get back, a sixth, seventh rounder? Why would you do that? I mean, unless someone's willing to give you a third or fourth rounder, I'm not sure why you trade D.D. I mean, he adds depth. He doesn't cost you anything. I mean, I hate it for D.D. that he has to sit on the bench, but I'm not sure a sixth or seventh rounder is going to force me to be real excited about moving a guy
3: that yeah, in started case somebody gets
2: here. in case somebody yeah. gets
3: hurt. Yeah, I keep it. Yeah. By the way, uh, Showbert is the forty seventh ranked uh, in inside linebacker.
2: So there's sixty four if you count two for each team. That's the you know bottom
3: half. Okay, let's put it by comparison. Miles Jack is number one. His grade is ninety one. Uh, Schobert is forty seven, and his grade is forty seven. Hold on, hold on. 40, Miles 47. Jack is the number,
2: is the ninth, number one, ranked, right one in inside linebacker.
3: linebacker. Yeah, I, yep.
2: he, he's been playing
3: so well, but but. Forty. His grade was what I say his grade was ninety one. Yeah. Showbert's grade is forty forty seven point eight. That's yeah. a significant difference. Hmm. How about that? And 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 if you want to rank a run defense is thirty five, by far is worse.
1: Let's move no. along. One more question, social question tonight from at at 98 Have we hit rock bottom yet? And if not, what is the bottom? Well, as they always say, it could always be worse. Right, guys?
2: Well, I think this is a question not just this year. I think this is a feeling over the last, you know, outside of 17, the last decade is probably this comment. I mean, because it's been, you know – you haven't been a good football team for a long time outside of outside of the one year in 2017, which was a lot of fun. And they got the AFC Championship almost to the Super Bowl. And so I think the frustration of the fan base and everyone's and I get it. I mean, it's hard to argue. You know, you start one and four and you lose really. I mean, you lost three bad games in a row. Um, and I think there's a lot of despair and discouragement out there in, uh, in Jag's uh, fan world.
3: Here's the how low. Here's the lowest it could. Go. I mean, am I you're wrong? I'm just no, Jags the, fan This is the lowest. This is the lowest it could go. You go one and fifteen, and you don't get the first pick. That's as low as it can go. Yeah,
2: that would be pretty bad.
3: Rolling.
2: Tony, yeah, why are you rolling <laughs> your eyes? I mean, you're, he's not wrong, Tony, it, because it depresses me thinking mean, about bad. it.
3: <laughs> That's as bad as it gets. They can't go any lower than that. And remember the whole idea, oh, that Rams pick might be pretty good, too. <laughs> he might have another uh, pretty games. good pick. They're 4-1.
1: Yeah. Great. Thanks, Pete, for cheering us up. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, thanks for the social <laughs> media questions tonight. Uh, keep them coming every week here on Jaguars Happy Hour. We're back in a moment. We'll look around the AFC South. The Titans might play a football game this week. Maybe. They've got another day. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars
5: Digital Network.
0: Without notice, equal housing opportunity.
6: Oi,
8: bonjour, ciao, How
0: can
10: we
8: If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice. Farah and Farah, here for you. نحن هنا للكل. You pour
6: vous Aquí para todos
8: here for all Jacksonville
6: this is Chantelle Baker fiance of DJ Chark enter for your chance to win a once in a lifetime experience with the Jaguars imagine being selected as a Jaguar for the day with prizes including the opportunity to test your skills with the Jaguars team trainer personalized Jaguars jersey club level tickets to a Jaguars home game and more look for details at Publix where you can pick up all your game day needs including Tide, Bounty and Crest tackle everything in one stop Available at Publix where shopping is a pleasure.
8: Slot ride,
7: Blue 42, hot, hot! A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that Ford F Series, America's best selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F 150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F 150 official truck of the nfl based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales jaguars fans let's tackle social injustice together on game days with selfies for change visit tiabank.com selfiesforchange selfies for change to take a virtual selfie with a jaguars player and unlock a five dollar donation to the jaguars foundation to help fight social injustice share your photo on instagram or twitter using hashtag selfies for change so more fans can be part of the movement Join us on game days at TIAABank.com slash selfies for change. TIAA Bank is the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Welcome back, Jaguars. Happy hour rolls along on this Monday after the Jaguars' loss in Houston yesterday. Fourth consecutive losing result for the Jags. They're now one and four, and we'll go through the AFC South standings and the power rankings coming power up. Rankings. This should be oh, I riveting. Can't to, I can't wait to hear the radio. Uh, let's start around the AFC South. Of course, the Texans beat the Jags for their first win of the season yesterday. Third consecutive team that has beaten the Jags for their first win of the season. The Indianapolis Colts lost to the Browns, and the Browns might actually be good. They're, what, 4-1 for the first time since uh, 94, since Bill Belichick was there, and Nick Saban was an assistant, and the Titans are playing football tomorrow night for the first time in two weeks. They'll be playing uh, after all those positive tests in the building they're playing the Bills. Josh Allen 4 and 0. The Bills hot to start. Um, who you got in that game Tuesday first of all for the Tennessee
3: Titans? Oh, I'm taking the Bills. I think the Titans defense is awful. I think 30 points in the last two games. They're not good on defense. I think Josh Allen's going to light them up. And and how much have they practiced? Tony, as a player, if you don't get a couple practices in, is that bad? Well, I think you're a little bit
2: rusty. I mean, you're putting the pads on for the first time. You'll, I'll tell you what, you'll be fresh. You'll be running around feeling good. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I mean. Is it, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Um, I can't even comprehend that being out that long. That's two weeks, Pete. And very little activity, all virtual. I mean, have they put the pads on one time in two no. weeks? No. No. Yeah, I think I think it's um, I think it's a big I think it's a disadvantage. As much as players don't like to practice because they want to play games only. I do think you know practice does not matter, and uh, I think they're at a disadvantage. I, I agree. With so, you know, the
7: Bills, so you the I think Bills. I
2: have, yeah, I, I think the Bills have an advantage.
7: Even so, I think
2: the Bills are really good, by the way. Yeah. Do the Bills
3: get caught looking ahead to the Chiefs next week? No, I don't think I, so. I, I think Sean McDermott's a really good coach. Me too. Me too.
1: So, um, of course, now that we mentioned the Browns over the Colts. Peter, the Browns good all of a sudden? Is this they can real? run
3: it? They lead the league in running. They're the leading, and, they, and what they've done is they made it so it makes easy throws for Baker Mayfield. When he is in the pocket, though, he threw two terrible interceptions, and Rivers played awful yesterday. Did you see he oh, yeah, had, had a pick six for the Browns?
1: Oh, yeah, Ronnie
3: Harrison had a pick six. That's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and the only thing the Browns do really
2: well, Pete, is they can rush the passer. Miles Garrett is a beast.
3: Yeah, they do. It, again, uh, I think Kevin, I, I, I met Kevin Stefanski a couple years ago, and I've gotten to know him a little bit. He is exactly what they needed in that organization. He, he's a Philly guy. He, he's, you know, he, he knows he's got a little bit of an attitude, but he's also smart, bright. I think he's going to be a hell of a coach. I really do. I, I think they're on the right, moving in the right direction. They're still not great on defense. Even though they rushed the passer, they still have some issues on defense. Phil Rivers is not very good yesterday. Whoa. My gosh. Think about it. They've lost two games, and he cost them both of them. Yeah, because, I mean
2: – see, he he's the issue there right now. Because they're playing good defense. They're, I mean, good, well, they, they can don't run the
3: ball. They don't have any weapons outside either. T.Y. Hilton can't get going. And so where else is he going with it? The tight end, Mo Alley-Cox has had some good games. But where else? What do they have? They have no speed, really. So you don't think he's the issue right now? No, I, I don't think he's playing well at all. I think he's an issue. Yes, I do. So,
1: so and that it said. It pains
3: me to say that.
1: That's, yeah, I know, because you love him. So let's uh, get to our power rankings going into week six. Uh, Actually, with uh, another game in week five remaining tomorrow night. Uh, Tony, get us started, please. AFC South power rankings, highly anticipated.
2: (laughs) Painful. This is going to be a painful segment for me. Um, I'm going with Tennessee Titans, number one. Even though I think the Bills are going to beat them, I still think they're the best team in the AFC South. Um, The culture, number two um even though i think i, I hate to say because i really like philip rivers as well as a player but he might be on the doorstep of being done um because i think they have a really good defense uh, and they can run the ball uh this hurts right now what i'm about to say but i can't deny it the texans won the texans are three and the jags are in the door they're the doormat they're
3: last i'll, I'll agree with you 100 percent across the board i would have- uh, if uh, if the Colts had won, clearly they would have been the best team in the division. But the way that Rivers has played, in those two losses—come on—they lost to the Jaguars. You should have won that game. He threw two—was it two picks in that game? And he mm-hmm. threw two yesterday. He just—he didn't look good. He doesn't look good. And so they're Where actually they, talking they only, about benching him. Pete, they only scored twenty points against the Jaguars.
1: They're going to bench him, Pete.
3: Well, there's people are asking that question. They asked uh, Frank Reich about it today, and he said no. Yeah. Would you uh, bench him? Not yet. No. You got at least you got to let him play it out for another. So let's run
2: so uh, rank quarterbacks in the
3: AFC, the South. Tannehill might be one. one. Watson two. Uh, Minshew and Rivers, the way he's playing. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 I, I I think I might agree with you. But you know what, Tony? We're killing Rivers up until the the last week, and we went and played to the Bears, and they won. He was completing over seventy something percent of his
2: passes, but he still has a hard time driving. He like he's another one who has a hard time driving it down the field.
3: Yeah, because he's always been a guy that uses his lower body and torque to drive the ball, and I don't think he has any power anymore. Yeah, he's just getting old. He's done, probably.
1: Pete, what were your power rankings? Uh, are the same as Tony's?
3: Yes, exactly the same. Exactly. No, contra- same. no controversy this week. Wow. Okay. No. I mean, what it's if, cut if and the dry. Titans get blown out? What if the Titans? Let's let's spin it forward. What if the Titans get blown out? I still, I'm still picking the Titans over every team the out. South. Yeah, and they're not that good. <laughs> they're not that good. It's a bad division.
1: All right, so the uh, AFC South power rankings are in, and uh, they are negative. We're back in a moment, and we'll go around the (laughs) National Football League, including Monday Night Football. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital
4: Network.
0: Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville
4: Jaguars.
10: At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
0: At Jacksonville International Airport, the health and safety of travelers is their number one priority. They're doing everything they can to mitigate the spread of COVID-19, from adhering to CDC cleaning guidelines, requiring facial coverings in the terminal, and encouraging social distancing at every point of the airport experience. For a comprehensive look at what the airport, airlines, and their shops, restaurants, and rental cars are doing to keep passengers safe, please visit jacksairportcares.com
8: to learn more. Why do you choose Farah and Farah? First, we have the financial resources to take on any insurance company. And our track record proves that we know how to win. Our attorneys and staff are a team, and we've worked together for decades. To us, our job is much more than just a paycheck. We love to help. And this is important. We never forget, it's not about us. It's all about you. Farah and Farah, Jacksonville.
10: It's your apartment speaking, and I need some favors. When you're singing in the shower, just try going up a key. You're trying to be an alto when really you're a soprano. Oh, and if you could bundle your renters and car insurance with GEICO, it's easy to do online, and we could save money. And then when you read your murder mysteries at night, could you read out loud but skip the murder parts because I get scared.
7: GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com today.
1: Game day is just around the corner, and we can't wait to be Dove all together again. The Jags are taking every precaution to keep fans safe at the bank this year, from cashless concessions to contactless entry. Visit Jaguars.com slash stadium and learn more, and we'll see you here Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, 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 the Jags and the Lions coming up at TIA Bank Field. Jaguars happy hour. Let's go around the National Football League in our final moments here and recap Week number five, and the Falcons made moves today after their loss to the Panthers, 23-16. Dimitrov out, the general manager, and Dan Quinn also out today, Pete, in Atlanta after an 0-5 start.
3: Yeah, that's one of those situations where he came back last year. He was going to get fired last year. He rallied them, and they said, okay, we'll give you a shot to turn it around, and you go 0-5 and blow double-digit leads. I mean, they had to make a change. It, it was not surprising. And as far as Dimitrov, you usually get two coaches and you're done. That's pretty simple in the NFL. Not surprising. Tony,
2: um, I hate it because I like both those guys. I, mean, I really like uh, Dan Quinn as a person, and you know I think he's a good football coach. It was time to make a change. I get it why, but I hate it for him. And I really like Thomas Demitrov. I've had a lot of good conversations with them. And if you look at, they had their probably one of their greatest runs in the history of the franchise under him um, for a little um, up until the last three years. So. Hate it for both those guys, but it is the NFL, and this is how this business works.
1: They never really recovered from that Super Bowl loss when they had the big lead, and they were never the same organization, really, after that point. Obviously, they didn't really recover from that. The Ravens over the Bengals, 27-3. Dominant, seven sacks of Burrow. The Ravens are uh, pretty good here, Pete, obviously.
3: Well, and But Lamar Jackson's not playing like he did a year ago. Inaccurate. I mean, yeah, he's scatter shooting the ball over the place. It's just not good right now. And he's got to pick up his game. Now, he was dinged a little bit and didn't practice last week, so he didn't run as much. But you know how I feel, Tony. I think once you have to be able to throw from the pocket because once the ability to run the way he's run so far goes away, then teams defend him differently. And it's never you don't get faster as you get older. We, we know, I believe me, I can speak from experience, and I know old man DeSellie can speak from experience as well. You don't get older, as you, you don't get faster as you get older. So eventually, he's got to start playing inside that pocket and making throws in there. And uh, he's not playing that well right now. And I thought he made progress
2: last year in that. And um, even earlier in the year, I thought he – but then all of a sudden, that Thursday night game, I did. He was all over the place. Inaccurate, didn't play well, I didn't, and, you know, and then – the Kansas City game, or I'm, I'm sorry, not Thursday night. The Monday night game against Kansas City. He just did not. I mean, he was just so inaccurate. And, yeah. And he hasn't played great the last two weeks. They've won no. football games because they have some talent, and he he can still beat you with his legs because
3: he is so athletic. But uh, he's going to play better. I, I think he will. He's a competitive kid. I Defense. Think we'll figure it out. Defense won that game yesterday. They got all whole more Joe Burrow. Oh my Boy, god. They can't, can't pretend. I know. Well they protected against one team.
1: Mm, let's move along the Raiders over the <laughs> Chiefs 40 to 32 well they called it they said in order for this to be a rivalry the Raiders said they got to win some of these games against the Chiefs they went out and did it Derek Carr had our Carr had a nice game yesterday
3: he did have a nice game and that a couple things about that game. One Antonio will know this the Chiefs play, offensive line is not playing very well. They're, you know, Right right tackle Mitchell Schwartz played great last year. He's not playing very well. The rest of the line's not playing well. He's taking too many shots. And I think teams are starting to make him like Gus Bradley always does, make him be patient. And he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it at all. And and they did a really good job, the Raiders. They spied him the whole game with Arden Key. They did a lot of really creative things. And uh, I think it's, they got to pick it up. And they play the Bills next week, the Chiefs. That's well, it.
2: And they lost to the left tackle assembly. He was carted off the field. I mean, I mean, guard.
3: The injury. The guard, left guard. I mean, guard. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, patella t- two torn patella tendons. In both knees? Yes. Mm. And the
2: same play? Yes. How does that happen?
3: It happened to a wide receiver named Wendell Davis years ago, and it happened to a Bronco player once as well. Mm. But it's, it's weird. He's done. Ooh. Uh, oof.
2: Wow. I agree with everything you said, Pete.
1: Cardinals over the Jets, 30-10. The Jets are awful. The Steelers over the Eagles, 38-29. And not too far down the road, the Jags get the Steelers. Chase
3: Claypool, 14 days. The Steelers find receivers everywhere. Every single year, they've been – look, Antonio Brown, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. All these guys, they've always find them later in this second, third, fourth round.
9: Junior schuster
3: and he hasn't done anything this year. Deontay Johnson, who didn't play, got hurt yesterday. They, they're. I tell you what, get them early because they're going to be good late in the season when that offense all gets together and plays the entire year. They play the Browns this week. That's been an interesting game. Yeah. That'll be a good game. That's a good yeah. football game
2: because that's a good defense. We'll see how good that run game. They didn't play yet.
3: well on defense yesterday, Tony. They didn't.
1: Well, Ram. Carson
2: Wentz played good, which I was happy for him. I mean, and he's playing with a bunch of no-name receivers. He actually played pretty well.
3: Yeah.
1: Rams over Washington, thirty to ten. The big story though, Alex Smith back playing after two years of rehab. What a story.
3: It's amazing. I mean, it was a great story to see. And it's it's so terrible when you think his rehab to get back, and he plays, and on the same day, Dak Prescott just an awful injury. And but yeah, but it, his, his injury was
2: not as bad as Alex Smith.
3: No, Alex Smith had the knee, and it was all. But they did have a compound fracture, so they had to have surgery last night to make sure the wound was not getting infected or anything. So, well, yeah, that's
2: what happened. That's what happened to uh, the, what happened to Alex Smith. He basically got infection, and they're like sepsis. Yeah. He almost had lost yeah. his leg. Yeah, terrible,
1: Brilliant. awful. And the Cowboys rallied to win that game, by the way, over the Giants, thirty-seven to thirty-four. The Dolphins—they're not really? very
2: good. The the, the the Cowboys
3: are not a good football team. No, their defense is terrible.
1: Dolphins went out to San Fran and knocked off the 49ers 43-17. to
3: What? Well, when Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hot, man, there's no stopping him. You know it. When he gets hot, he is unbelievable, but he can get really cold. He was hot right from the start. 49ers are terrible. They're playing like fourth stringers in the secondary. They can't rush the passer. It's a bad defense right now, and Garoppolo was terrible. Are they going to move on from Garoppolo after the year? I don't know. They might. They might. He, I mean, he was coming off an injury, and he could see he wasn't fully 100%, but they play the Rams wow. Sunday night. That's a, You know, that's a survival test almost wow. for them.
1: Wow. And then the Seahawks rallied. Russell Wilson, your guy, Pete, had a big game and a big rally again. Would you,
3: That's not the story, though. Would you have gone for it on fourth down, or would you have kicked to make it eight? I like that he went for it because it ends it. I did, too. You need inches. If you can't get inches, what are you doing? By the way, I sent out a screenshot on Twitter from uh, the run. There is – the full, now, the fullback – it's the fullback lead, so he takes on the linebacker. But, Tony, all he has to do is make one little bounce to the right, and he walks in. He walks in. He walks yeah, in. I think
2: yeah. – I like that because, like, first of all, you're telling me you're going to go bet on Russell Wilson not getting two-point conversion? Right. Plus, and, okay, because, and he, he, he was have started hard time – yeah, right. you're in overtime.
3: I mean, it's like I just started at probably at the 30 or something after the kickoff. Yeah, well, here's the far. thing. You were running right through them the whole game.
2: And by the way, that's right. And they have a terrible defense. And if you get an inch, you win the game. The percentages, I think, would tell you to go for it. If you want to go to this whole analytics book, I think the analytics, say <laughs> go for it because of the percentages. <laughs> I Look was told to would...
3: tell me if you think if you think that guy should have scored a touchdown. I saw, uh, Keep... It's
2: so hard. You take pictures
3: and like it's like yeah, stop but it. he still he still should have scored.
1: Yeah. I was told there would be no math. Monday Night Football. Justin Herbert is the man in LA for the one and three Los Angeles Chargers, and this week they'll head to New Orleans to face one of the all time greats in Drew Brees and the two and two Saints. No Michael Thomas. He socked a teammate during practice this week. Who you got in the Superdome tonight?
3: I'm taking the Saints, but I think it's going to be close. I think Herbert's going to play well. By the way, uh, good for Sean Payton. That must have been a nasty fight, because you, got, Tony, you've been around practice fights. Somebody must have punched him. punched him. Smack dab did dig. it?
2: Did, did it go? The question I have: Did it go into the locker room afterward, and that's where the punch happened? Because I've happened been in invo- the
3: practice field.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've been involved in fights or been on teams where the fight goes into the locker room and all of a sudden guys are getting whacked.
1: Oh, what uh, team, Tony? What team? What team? Tell us more.
2: I'm not going to tell you more. (laughs) Um, But it must have been bad because typically coaches don't suspend a guy for a fight on the practice field. Pick the game. He must have gone. He must have been out of control. Uh, I'm going to pick the Saints too, but I think it's really close. I think the, the, my biggest concern about the Chargers is no Joey Bosa, or at least it's questionable. I don't know if he's going to play tonight. That's going to hurt him.
1: All right, Pete. Yeah. See you next week. Tony, we'll talk See to you. you. guys. Pete Briscoe, Tony Baselli. I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next week. Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.